This is the Eagle Air broadcast of Virtual Winthrop Day. Joseph Casco and Mark Nortz here with you today. And we're joined now by Allison Hamilton, a Winthrop alum and a financial advisor with Raymond James in Myrtle Beach. Allison, thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. I'm glad to be here. So tell us your Winthrop story. How did you end up at Winthrop, and, and what was your time like there? Well, my family's from Rock Hill. My mom and dad both graduated from Rock Hill High School, high school sweethearts. So my mom had gone to Winthrop. Um, her sister, her sister-in-law, my grandmother went. I had a cousin. We were actually there at the same time. Um, so I remember my mama started going and then she stopped to have kids and went back when I was about 12 and I remember her being on the campus and seeing it and I said oh, I want to go to Winthrop I want to go to Winthrop so I had decided really uh very early on that I I loved it and um so when it was time to look at colleges of course Winthrop was on top of my list so you said you you know Winthrop was on your radar for quite some time because you had you know, obviously a lot of history there um how did you decide to, uh, what major to pick? Uh, had, did you know that from the time you were young, or was that something just over years or, you know, just being around your family members and stuff like that? I mean, how did you come about picking your career? Well, when I went into Winthrop, I went in <clears throat> undecided. I had no idea. And I took um, uh, economics course, and I'm not sure if it was my, probably my sophomore year, and it was just a general core course that was um, needed. And I had a professor there, uh, Dr. Sherry Ryan, and I did well in the course. And we had talked, and um, and I, I told her I was kind of thinking about having that as my major. And so she was jumped right on that. But unfortunately, that was her last semester there. She was leaving. So she said, but I'm not going to just leave you hanging. So she introduced me to um, Dr. Gary Stone, who became my advisor. And so I picked business was an option in economics. So, so you've stayed involved in Winthrop as, as an alum. I, I see that you know there's news on our website from a few years ago where you had contributed, made a gift to establish a scholarship at Winthrop. I know you're also the leader of one of the alumni chapters. Why have you decided to, to stay involved and active in the Winthrop community? Well, Winthrop's been so important to me. And when I graduated, I was living in Rock Hill, and I stayed there, and my parents moved down to um, the beach, and I loved being a graduate and living in Rock Hill and having my university so close, and I could go see it any time I want, wanted to, and then in 2005, I moved down to the beach, and the thing that I missed the most of, other than, you know, I had family there and friends, but what I missed the most was Winthrop, and it was so different for me because I'd I'd be down here talking to people, and they'd say, oh, my teacher. And I was like, where'd you go to school? Because most of the time it was Winthrop, and they'd say, coastal. And I was like, oh. And so down here in uh, in Peel Nation, and I was missing all my garnet and gold, so I kept in, uh, asking, um, and I was already contributing to Winthrop, the Alumni Association, but I kept asking them if uh, they had a group down here, alumni chapter or something, and no, 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 no. And then finally I decided, I said, you know, I'm just going to have to start this. So that's when I decided to start um, help uh, get started the 
Myrtle Beach area, Winthrop University alumni chapter. And then as far as giving, uh, starting with the, the scholarship, what that is is actually it's in my estate planning. And so I did that in my in honor of my mom and my dad, who I'm very blessed to have them both still alive and still healthy and still married to each other. And I wanted to go ahead and um, start that. So that's where the, the scholarship is. It's in my estate planning. And then I make contributions. It's very easy. Every month a little bit comes out of um, – of my my income and sends um, directly over to Winthrop to the foundation. Well, that's that's fantastic. Um, we're always excited when we hear how um, people that have had such a positive experience and that they want to give back. and And I tell you, scholarships are just so sorely needed. I mean, students really do need the help because you know it's higher education can be a little costly. Um, you seem to have a really strong connection to Winthrop. Is there one or or maybe two? Uh, Winthrop moments, you know, or stories that you have that you'd like to share with our listeners? Um, yes, I'll, I'll share this one. Um, I, I was not the best student, and I, I'll say this. I loved all aspects of college. It took me seven years to get my undergraduate and three years to get my master's, so I've seen the ups and the downs of college. And it was actually going into my last I decided in January of 1995 that I was going to go back and finish up um, and get my MBA for what I what I needed. So it was a last minute decision. So I went over and talked to uh, Gay uh, Randolph, and she was the um, the advisor for the MBA program at Winthrop. And so I told her my situation and that I was applying for uh, financial aid, and I knew that I would get it, but that I'm just now applying. So she says, that's fine. Just go to your classes and tell your, your you know, when they call the roll, just give me your name. And I said, well, my name's not going to be on the roll. What do I tell them? She says, oh, don't worry about it. She said, I'll just stick something in their mailbox. You're fine. If they say anything, just tell them to come to me. And I said, okay, great. Well, about March, my um, my money came in. So I went over to the financial aid office. I got a note and I said, you know, I want to hear pay my um pay my tuition for the semester because here I am, uh, my money's in. So she she goes on the computer and I and and I told her I said, you know, Gay Randolph, she she told me, she says she registered, she registered me. So she calls Gay and she says you know, I have a student here, and she's got money. She says, but I don't see her registered. And then I didn't realize that Gay had never registered me. And so she went in there and registered me, and my tuition was applied. <laughs> but, see, Gay did that because she knew that they'd kick me all out without the money. Oh. And I thanked her for that, and she says, well, I just don't think that red tape should get in the way of a student getting an education. And I'm recent. I'm a member of the DB Johnson Society because I um, because once there's in my estate planning. So last um, 2019, when I got to go to the annual dinner that they hold, I got to see her, and I was so thrilled because I got to thank her again for um, what she did for me. You're listening to the Eagle Air broadcast of Virtual Winthrop Day. Joseph Casco and Mark Nortz here. And we're speaking with Allison Hamilton. She's a double Winthrop graduate, and she's a financial advisor with Raymond James in Myrtle Beach. Allison, I think that's a cool story about some of the 
personal ties, a, a recurring theme in talking to people throughout the day has been uh, how Winthrop helps to foster and build relationships with people. Being in a different part of the state, you know, a couple hours away from, from Rock Hill, how often do you encounter Winthrop grads when you are, are talking to people? And, uh, you know, what, what kind of turnout do you get at your alumni functions down there in the low country? Well, we started, we launched in September, and we had a really nice turnout. We held it out at um, Wild Wing Cafe, which um, a winter uh, alumni uh, owns that restaurant. So we, we held it there. We had a really nice turnout. We had about 30, which I thought was really strong for just getting started. And I was on my own there. I, I My job that day was to try to find uh, chapter leaders. So I got one person interested that day and um, Amber Shoebrick, and then I started planning, we started, plan, I planned the next one, and that was held at the Carolina Improv Company in, at the Myrtle Beach Mall. We did that one in November, and that was, we have went to about 30 to about 10, so, uh, but they felt that that was really a good turnout for, you know, just getting started, and everybody can't always make every event, and then I had someone that reached out to me. She went on the website that lives in the area, and she saw that there was a, a chapter. And she reached out to me, and that's Ashley Sovitz. And so the three of us now are the chapter leaders of um, the Myrtle Beach area Winthrop Alumni Association. And I'm so glad because spread the the work amongst three of us. But unfortunately, we have our first quarter event, and our second quarter event has gotten changed and didn't happen because of um, the coronavirus now. But we're still doing some things. We've got a Facebook page. We're going out there and posting things and trying to keep people inspired. But I, I today's Friday, so I'm wearing my garnet and gold on Friday. I try to do that. And um, it's, it's it, my mom's here with me, and she went to Winthrop. So it's just wonderful. Anytime I can get around um, anybody that went to Winthrop, it's just such a bond there and um it's just because we have that commonality it's just wonderful another thing we've been asking people when we have them since we've talked to so many different folks from different backgrounds that are associated with winthrop is about their areas of expertise and as a financial advisor you know a lot of people are struggling now as as maybe they aren't able to work or they've you know their businesses are temporarily closed what, what kind of advice, just generally, might you have to people to things you can do to kind of try to survive these these difficult times that we're in until the economy can open back up? Well, I, I know it's so very stressful, and this is adversity. And any time that we have to deal with adversity in life, that's that's a life skill. And so, one thing that I think is important to deal with diversity is to make sure that we take care of ourselves, our our, our physical. Um, our, our mental self, and so I think it's really important that we um, that we eat well, that we uh, sleep well, and that we exercise. And I just think that just helps us through adversity in life. We are a music station, and so one of the things that we've been um, asking people is like, how are you coping with this time of quarantine and in the middle of the virus and everything? And so. Um, a lot of people have been talking about um, different music and different artists that they're listening to to kind of, you know, lift them up and get them through this um, kind of different times. So um, our question is, what's on your pandemic playlist? 
Well, I like um, I like women, uh, strong women uh, singers. I like um, Taylor Swift, uh, Carrie Underwood, uh, Katy Perry. That's kind of um, who, who I like in uh, any time, pandemic or or any time. If you could recommend one song that we should put on the pandemic playlist to play next on Eagle Air, what, what would you recommend? Shake It Off by Taylor Swift. I, I think that's... Uh, I think that's very appropriate. Very appropriate. Allison, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you. I, I, I enjoyed it. That was Allison Hamilton, financial advisor with Raymond James. Down in Myrtle Beach, she's a 92 and 95 graduate of Winthrop University. You're listening to the Eagle Air broadcast of Virtual Winthrop Day.